You're now listening to the Listen Up Podcast. Welcome back to the Listen Up Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Nick, and this week we've got me, Jamie. When you close your eyes. And Jordan. Apple Core. <laughs> this week we'll be taking a look at From from 2 to 3 by Peach Pit, released in 2022. Really quick, if you want to keep up with the show, you can find us at on Twitter at at list up podcast and on instagram at listen up pod that's where we'll make any announcements regarding the show or merch speaking of which if you'd like to support the show you can find merch at interestpointproductions.com or at the link tree on the socials so regarding the selection this week jamie why why did you why did you pick this heater of an album for us uh just jump right into it because it's great and i'll let you cook but i yes it's it's great and I love it. Um, yeah, I, this is this is the <laughs> first. Uh, so, I, like, if you've been an avid or just even semi recurring listener on this podcast, you've heard me. If, if you just scroll through the episodes, you, you'll, you'll see the episodes, every you, other Peach Pit album. Oh, it's there's yes, only yes, two albums. Yeah, but. yeah. So, so there was a lot that compounded into this one. One fantastic album. I was waiting. So eagerly for it to come out, especially like with all three singles that came out, heaters, and then um, yeah, this one this one dropped last early last month. It was a uh, it was March fourth, right? Because it was the day. It was it was the it was the cushion to the blow of the canceled Tyler the Creator yes. concert. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It came out that yeah. day. Yeah. And then I realized that two weeks later, the reason I wasn't seeing Peach Pit in Nashville was because I was like, well, I'm already coming back two weeks before for the Tyler concert and I can't afford uh-huh. to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. That's really unfortunate. I, I hate. The, I hate every, dude, that everything show, about this, like in the moment, it was like, oh, man, this sucks. But then it was like, oh, we're still seeing St. Paul and the Broken Bones. It was really great to come back, see everybody. It was a great time. Uh, so yeah. from an emotional standpoint, it was very refreshing to, to like see all the see all the the gang and Raleigh and everything and hang out. So I got to see a great concert. Uh, and then I just keep seeing clips from Tyler shows. I'm like, fuck. I know. <laughs> this did you guys so see the cool? Did you guys see the clip where someone was reading a book who was like, yes. who, who was near the stage? And he was like, give me that book. And I then, like, just <laughs> imagine what what shenanigans and hijinks there would have been on top of like the fucking Dude. like the lumberjack beat drop that I keep seeing. And like, he's just talking and I then know, he says man. something about wood or something. And I'm like, Oh, I know what's fucking coming. It like, there's just, every time I see a clip, I get more sad about yeah, that. And then I was like, Oh fuck. And, and me and Vic didn't go see peach pit. My like number one band right now, because exactly. that concert was two weeks before. So yeah, it just, it's, it's, it's those been things. an emotional journey, uh, <laughs> yeah. healing from that concert's cancellation. Yeah. Those things and like everything I see from uh, from Clara's sling tour, I'm like, 
these shows just look beautiful. Like ev- yeah, everyone's I dressed know. in their little suits, play playing their little instruments. Like Clara looks amazing. Like the just the the show, the vibe looks immaculate. the The yeah. closest the closest show I think was still like DC to here, and I was yeah. gonna I, I wasn't gonna go by myself, but I was gonna try and like get try and pester Zach into going or yeah like he likes like, Phoebe. But, I feel like he could fuck it up at a Clara concert. Yeah, me too. But <clears throat> the the DC tickets sold out like the day they came out. And I was like, uh, oh, I was like, do DC people love Clara this much? Like, what? What the hell? Apparently. Oh shit! Uh, oh, I good, will be right back. But no, so I'm I'm gonna go grab the vinyl for this album because I actually do have it. Oh but, yeah, okay, uh, okay. yeah. Me too. <laughs> one of the, the next week, I will not leave my camera. <laughs> I'm gonna make that declaration right now. I will be static the whole time. I'll be right back. I gotta, I gotta stand up. You know what? While while, while Jamie's taking his brief hiatus, I'm gonna show off the Canadian tuxedo to all the YouTube viewers. Um, all right. So so this week we got we got the double denim in honor of Peach Pit. Uh, we're we're also wearing the oh gotta gotta get him up in the frame. Wait a second. Wait a second. Uh, we got the the little Ooh. cowboy boots on. It's I taking like a lot it. of balance right now. Um, just because heels. J- just for <laughs> I wear heels. I'm a man who wears heels. No, sorry, sorry, Jordan. You just wouldn't get it. Uh, you didn't live in Texas for three months. I'm, oh, I'm basically, yeah, I'm basically a Texan now. So, um, anyone that I met in Texas who might be listening to this podcast, just know, uh, I'm, I'm still, it's still Texas vibes. Texas vibes in North <laughs> Carolina, baby. H-town I'm killing it. You, uh, drown or whatever. Till I drown, right? yeah, yeah. I'd be. Li- I, I'm listening to nine zero two one zero every day when I wake up. I'm putting on. <laughs> uh, I, I I learned the the what's it called the no idea. I learned the Don Tolliver TikTok dance. You know. I'm, okay. Okay. I, I actually didn't. Know. Is that a Texas thing. Uh, Don Tolliver's from Houston. So. Oh, you is start, he? Oh. You start yeah. fucking two stepping around. <laughs> he has a song. Yeah, he has a song. He has a song. Oh, called, yeah, Travis Scott's from uh, Houston, also, right? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's from Houston. Yeah, Don Tolliver has a song called "Swinging on Westheimer," and Westheimer was a street that I used to like thrift a lot on. I know, I know. It was a mm-hmm. good time. Oh, do you think the song's about going thrift shopping? <laughs> yeah, oh. Don Tolliver, avid thrifter. Bro, one of these days I'm gonna figure out how to get my hairstyle to come through on camera because right now it just looks weird. But yeah. Uh, I do have the vinyl for this album. I bought it as soon as it went on sale. It's it's black on the the front. Yeah, my my light is kind of, you can see my fucking uh, LG light. Then the back is sick too. Just the boys chilling in the woods, dog. Yep, just vibing, just chilling. There and also also some of uh, a little bit of the lyrics. Uh, oh, online nice. are wrong. At least the lyrics on Genius, compared yeah. to compared to the lyrics that are actually on the back of the, the like, vinyl jacket. Yeah, because so. you have it too, don't you? Or did you yeah. not get one? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I have it. Yeah. You didn't get it the second it dropped, though. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I bu- I bought this. I think before the third single even came out, before before Vicky came Dedication. out. Dedication. I bought it like. Immediately, because I was like, I'm gonna like this album. Yeah, I might have, I might have done that with Injury Reserves' newest album, but like that, that was a mistake. That album, oh. <laughs> the, the the album, the album is good and interesting. It's just insane. Like the, there's one like paid off. 
there's like one mood that I will be in every like two years where I'll actually want to put it on and listen to the whole thing. It's it's just yeah. crazy. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's like kind of all that they're playing at their concerts right now. So May fifteenth. I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get strobed to death. They're gonna be blaring auto tune <laughs> and like harsh <laughs> electronic noises. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fucking weird. I, I, I'm gonna I take have... a I guarantee I will take a video, post it, and one of my family members will reach out to me and say, what is going on? <laughs> Not immediate family, but just definitely. like someone. De- oh, definitely. Someone in you, especially yeah. if you're including extended family, you will have yeah. someone reach out to you about that. My, my cousins going, will be like, uh, dude, uh, May 16th, what is happening? I'm getting, I'm getting two new tattoos right here. This spot will no uh-huh. longer be void. I got a little B on Sunday. Nice. I don't know if that's coming through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Hell it's, yeah. it, is a, it is a thick B. I already saw the close-up pics on thick Snap and Insta. Yeah, you can, you can find on my Twitter. I think I tweeted a picture of it. I think you did. Yes. I put it on my story on Instagram, but that's gone. So yeah. you snooze, you the, lose, listener. The, the Insta um, grid, sacred place. Only uh, the, yeah, and by only- sacred, I just forget to post things to it. I think I literally <laughs> think... The most recent grid post I made was our wedding. That's fine. What is it? What, what is a grid a, post? A, just like multiple posts? Like like on no, the actual no, a, like profile, like making yeah, a real yeah. post. A grid post is like a oh. post. It's a female okay. trait to post more than three times a year. That's that's been established. <laughs> that uh, is the that is it's, the it's almost it's the also also a female trait to get sick. Men cannot get sick. Ah. Oh. Um, <laughs> It's a female trait to show emotion. We don't yeah, do that. No emotion. If you and cry, yeah. forget it. Give me your you're, give me your man card, buddy. You're, you're getting laid off. Sure. You're losing your job, losing your manhood, <laughs> Lo- losing. <laughs> you, you you become homeless the first time you cry as a man. Oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I've never cried before, so I wouldn't. Um, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, none of us have cried before. Yeah, that's why we're fine. Yeah, I definitely, we, w- we I wouldn't definitely get it. I definitely, yeah, I definitely did not cry watching the the second or the the last episode of um, the Big Mouth spinoff show or anything. I definitely ain't, did no, not way. Show? ain't no way, bro. Ain't no Dude, way you that, cried at the Nick Kroll show. There's exactly, no way. I didn't. I did not cry at the fact that there was an old dying woman and all of her like various uh, love bugs and and the people assisting her. Uh, because she, they were going through her younger life, and she reminded me a lot of Vic. I definitely didn't cry because, and then she was dying. I definitely didn't cry because it uh, reminded me so much of that, and I wasn't sober, and that's all I could think about. I definitely did not cry. So don't don't fire me or evict that's, me. That's that's okay. That's really that's really good that you didn't cry. That's cool. I yeah, I did not yeah, cry. I did not cry. Yeah. I was it was it wasn't even tough. It was so easy to to yeah, so easy not, to not cry. Definitely not uh, <laughs> continue crying for like five minutes after the episode. Ended, oh man! Oh whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude! Whoa. Uh, yeah. It dude! It fucked me up. I I just kept. I, I mean, I this didn't, is, it didn't, I definitely didn't keep looking at the screen and then looking back at Vic and then getting more uh, tears in my eyes. That definitely didn't happen. This is, this is quite the, quite the hypothetical confession that's be, yeah, being no, made but right good I was about to say, you kind of, you kind of just keep going. This Jamie. is fake though. This good thing. This didn't happen though. That didn't happen. Those yeah, weren't yeah, real events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah definitely not. Yeah. Definitely not. But bold, um, bold of you to admit that you cried at a, it cried at Big Mouth, but I, I did not. Yeah. <laughs> 
So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That you, that you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you did. It was human my resources. Bad. My bad, no, my but, bad. But it's it it's on me. It's I on highly me. recommend. It's like a well, it's still pretty vulgar, uh, but it's I would say less so than Big Mouth typically is. Is um, it like a like BoJack like in in that realm of like? Bro, parts like, of it get fucking yeah. It's like like an, heavy like ass an, animated animated people who cuss, <laughs> and yeah, and it's I also mean, sad. Sti- there's still like the like sexual aspect because there's like the whole oh, yeah. monsters are still like part of it, but it's like the whole like the entire realm they kind of introduced in the last season as the kids are starting to hit more stages of puberty they develop more of the like you know like the anxiety mosquito and and, and love uh-huh. bug and hate worms <laughs> and shit like that uh-huh. and so it's still but it's basically like the world of all of those that's just their job and it's just the corporate office building that they work in and then it gotcha. deals with like that side of shit but then they still do go to like the human realm and do some shit it's it's good i, I it's actually just, i i recommend it i also really enjoy big mouth but if you find Big Mouth raunchy. a little too crass sometimes. Raunchy uh, inside out. There are. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. And I definitely did not cry in the last episode of that show. Cool. So Yeah. No, we believe you. Glad, yeah. 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 The, the, yeah I just glad, keep glad we cleared so the air. Believe me uh-huh. more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we, we appreciate should get a counter it. on how the more how I say it, I feel like that. the more believable it is. So I just want to, <laughs> yeah, like, that's how I just want to yeah, keep yeah, reiterating yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this album, fucking great. Um, I bought it. I bought the album as soon as it came out before I heard even the third single from it, and not disappointed in any way, shape, or form. The third single um, was uh, was Vicky, right? Yes, and that's one of your favorites, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say. Both Lookout and both Lookout and Vicky are like in my top f- top four on T- the album. Top easily. Top three and an eight three. Let's go, baby. It's no, okay. I have a surprising eight, number one, I think. Or at least it was surprising to me when I really oh, sat okay. down to to think about this. Uh, but Up Granville was still really good. Like it still came out, and I was like, oh, this album's gonna be so good. Yeah. But then as the singles kept coming out, I was like, oh, this is getting fucking, this is even better, man. This is, <laughs> I need this shit. Yeah. So yeah, I was, I was very excited for it to drop in March. And, uh, I think that weekend I listened to it probably, I'd already listened to it like six times Okay. before, like come, come, uh, Tuesday morning, me clocking into work. Uh, yeah, we I'd were, we were rinsing it in the car. It's so fucking good. Um, yeah, I mean, so but this is also the first one I think where, like, the first album of Peach Pits where, the first listen I was like, they're all really good. Like the oh, other yeah. ones, I've come in time where I enjoy every single song that they've put out, but like, okay. you know, I didn't love Shagu Side Turn and Techno Show off of uh, being so normal. I now hits the whole way through. I still gave it a ten though because I love that album. And I still stand by that. Uh, and then like you and your friends, I was like neutral about like puppy grin and Thursday and your teeth? live at the swamp uh, and teeth. Yeah, I would throw it in there. But now every song, I really enjoy it all the way through. But this one was the first one where like off the rip. I was like, these are all very good songs. Yeah. So that was like I said, it was, you know, 
I, I wasn't nervous about buying the record outright like that, but I was like, it, it paid off and I was like, awesome. Yeah. I took I, a I, micro gamble and it, and it, uh, <laughs> yeah. it paid off. Yeah. I, for one, like, uh, I really liked some of their singles and just, I, I was probably, I, I really enjoyed probably half of both of their first out al- of both of their albums, not both of their first albums. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, but, um, like I, I, I'm still not super familiar with like their singles and EPs. I know like Peach Pit and Sweet FA off of that first e- off of like Peach Pit. I think that's the EP's name. That was like their first thing ever. But um, okay. and I, I still like pretty much enjoy the, all of their music. But this album, there's just something about it. Like I think it. Um, I think it's the country it, twang to it. Or yeah, the tinge, that, that the country tinges. The, yeah, it's like the the indie nature of it mixed with the country nature of it is just some sort of perfect formula for me. <laughs> exactly. It's, it, it just it, it just wraps yeah. it all up and like spits it out in this thing that sounds strange when you describe it to people and then you play them two songs from it and they're like, "This is so catchy." And you're like, yeah. "I know." <laughs> Bro, when dude, hearing it, I was like Nick's gonna fuck with some of this for sure. Yeah, and um, I I liked Up Granville when it came out. That was the first single, and but I but I wasn't huge on it. And then um, Look Out was the second single, and you sent it to me, and you were like, "I know you're gonna like this." And I listened to yep. it, and I was like, "Shit, I really like this." It's <laughs> so good. It's so good. Yeah, and, and I did. I, I did it. I sent it to you, and I was like, "You're gonna want to listen to this." Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, but Vicky, I liked it too, and um. And yeah, as soon as the album came out, uh, I think I just put it on when we woke up and weren't sure what we were going to do that day. And just just played it while we were getting ready and like started off getting bojangles, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But uh, a must a must do for any visitor to North Carolina. Got to hit mm-hmm. bojangles one time, at least, maybe even twice. When I go back, but, it's I think I've averaged in like the four trips I've taken back to North Carolina since moving out to Denver. I've hit it once a day on average. <laughs> I was doing the math the other day, and I'm like, I'm pretty that's, sure that's that the average. Some sometimes more it's than once a day. Well, yeah. Well, I, I had it three times the four days I was in town for the wedding. Fair. Okay. So probably just didn't eat on your wedding day, right? Or did you? No, we yeah. had it. We. What do you? Isn't that? That's what we had for breakfast. Zach and Dylan went and got it while we were getting ready. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I had it the night before that, and maybe the day before that. Honestly, I, I, I've, I've, I ate it. Quite a lot. I can barely remember. Yeah, good time. <sighs> Be fucking with no, that those was, jangles. Bro. That, was, that was that was that was good times though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, I remember whenever time. we first went on the this is, this doesn't this isn't really the same thing, but whenever uh-huh. we first went on the road trip across the country, we got bojangles that one, and then like the 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 southern shock. Southern yep. shock. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to see more the of what I was talking about, um, oh, I I should have said it. But we are in video, so if you missed last week's episode, the podcast is now in video. If you want to check out the the YouTube channel, it's at the socials um, in the link tree. Yeah, and, I kind of uh, while you while you were gone, I kind of hinted at that. I showed off the, oh, the fit okay. that I was wearing. I did a little, yeah. uh, I did a, a little uh, TikTok get ready with me video. Oh, yeah, nice. I'm sure he did that it. Fit. He didn't do like the the shirts from ASOS, <laughs> from Nike. Um, Actually, is that how you say kinda, that? Asos? I don't know. I have no idea. Vsauce? Hey, Vsauce. Hey, Vsauce. But no, hey, dude, Vsauce. like, literally, like, you know how much, like, like, 
just nostalgia I have from like just that like trip just from like I, dude I don't know it's just like yeah. the, the weather was perfect and like everything was Except just like, like we had just in gr- Kansas <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that was, was kind of crazy but like dude, we had just dude, like uh, uh, like missing and that miss- shitty food in St. Louis but yeah that wasn't the best I mean, I like the breakfast tacos <laughs> at Fuzzy's, but I tried some of y'all's and I was like, yeah, this is, there's, they have like three good tacos and they're the three that I'd eaten before. <laughs> yeah, Dude. they weren't the best. There's a Fuzzy's out here. I should revisit it. No. When I could go to Torchy's, why would I go to Fuzzy's? Um, exactly. But yeah, but, oh, but listener, yes, if you want to hear more and see things of that trip, check out the YouTube channel. It is on there. <laughs> on the channel. It is on it. I don't remember the name of it. I think it's called like the boys go West. It's the only video that's not the podcast on the YouTube channel. So <laughs> yes. it's really easy to find, but yeah. yeah. And maybe at Bonnaroo, we'd be we'll trying, see, to, yeah. trying to do some more shit like that. Turn into and this a, time a documentarian. David and, and Vic and stuff. When so, is that again? Uh, June 16th through the, the 19th. Okay. Yeah, sure. You're, that Thursday, that a Sunday. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so and so hopefully, we're gonna be gonna be doing some more um, high hijinks and aloofness shenanigans. We'll try to we'll try to also swing by and hang out with Jordan some too. We got to figure out their scheduling, okay? But no, so no promises. But maybe the three of us will be together for at least a small snippet of a video in June again. Um. Anyways, <laughs> into the album. Uh, into the, oh, so Jordan, was also, I was going to say, what yeah. did you think about it? Just uh, on a general level. Kind of just, I mean, it lived up to the ex- expectations that I had where I just didn't think like I was going to love it. But I think I liked it better than the last one. That um, makes sense. The last one was a little bit too... I can't even remember what word I'm like trying to use. Slow, but slowish, indie rockish kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. I think this one's a little bit more upbeat, but on an um, average, I would say that. Again, it's not like I'm gonna like tell someone to turn it off if they start playing this, but I still mm-hmm. don't think it's like really my style of music that yeah, much. Sure. And it just didn't it didn't hit any differently than like I thought. Like none of the songs were like, oh, now I see why like this is really good, you know, or like mm-hmm. It was, it, was, it was another maybe, maybe by their fourth album I'll convert you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I, whenever, I still try to whenever, listen to their music, but whenever Peach Pit comes out with a rap album, you're gonna love it. Yeah, their bro, rap. Neo, al- Neo just start fucking throwing bars down over, bro. He blacked out in the booth a couple of times on this album. So <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear the Kenny Beats Peach Pit song. Hell yes! Oh I want to see Peach would- Pit on the cave. They're very good. They 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 do a hell of a cover of uh, Johnny B. Good. Very, oh, really? Not, not any sort of rap, but yeah. What I saw them when we I discovered them at the first Bonnaroo um, that wow. I went to. We saw them on one of the smaller stages. That's kind of what I'm excited about for Bonnaroo is whenever we hit a moment where there's a lull, you can normally yeah. discover some pretty good shit there on the smaller stages. Um, I'm just excited. For yeah, Turnpike, they. In, they dude. Dude, it's gonna be so good. They, they they ended their uh they ended their set with a cover of Johnny B. Good, and it was really it was really fucking. I have That's a, cool. I have like fifteen or twenty seconds of it on on video somewhere. Gotcha. Nice, nice. But yeah, oh, we were we were like just chilling there, and then I heard the like that intro riff, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I know this song. 
these and these boys was, pe- playing that Back to the Future song. I, I can't. Re- <laughs> I can't remember if Chris did like the like the Chuck Berry kind of like walk thing oh, or yeah. not. Uh-huh. I feel like he probably did, but I don't. I don't remember. Um, I don't know if it still is, but I know that their Instagram bio was playing good old Southern Canadian music. Yeah. And okay. I just thought that was really funny that like not that's that's pretty much just this album. Like they're yeah, their older stuff like like maybe some guitar tones are kind of countryish, but th- this one is the the main one. And oh, yeah, I, uh, Mikey finally got his fucking harmonica on the stew. Yeah. <laughs> after, now, uh, after being a live only treat for a few years, finally got oh, that okay. shit on wax. I know. Um, I know Chris and Neil are the uh, lead guitarist and the lead singer and like rhythm guitar. Rhythm guitars. Yeah. 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 So, so what are the other two members' names again? Mikey is the drummer. Uh, Mikey okay. Pescuzzi, if I remember correctly, it's something Hell Italian yes. and very funny. Um, okay. And then Pete or Petey is the is the bassist. Bass Peter, player? Pete, Petey. Um, yeah, yeah, he's the Petey. bass player. Petey, Petey. Honestly, he might have been the first. Oh, just bumped my mic. He might have been the first person who I saw with a nose ring, and I was like, I think I could do a nose hey. ring. Because yeah. because there are people like Curtis Connor and whoever who have like the black hoop, and I'm like I fuck with that, but their style is quite different from mine. But I saw it on yeah. on Pete, and I was like, we have we have similar styles. I think I could do it. Yeah, bro, those and guys. A little little nudging of of Vic, and I was like, you know what, we're gonna try it, and I probably will die with this ring in. So <laughs> I like it. Hell yeah, let's go. These uh these boys, they have an an incredible like thrifted thrifted country skater vibe yes just they're 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 always fitted to the nines like not mm-hmm. not 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 in suits but just well curated outfits and they, yep. they just look good their music videos yeah. great uh yes, i know yeah, you that's i, I, was I know say, you love the, music- the vicky music video but yeah. um but the lookout music video is my favorite I really love it. It's a, it's also a very good one. I was going to say, I am not, a, like, this is well known. I am not a music video person, but <laughs> I do really enjoy. And actually, for all of their albums, they like the music videos they do, the, almost across the board, they're all, like, really visually interesting. Because I think they have a bunch of, like, artist friends yeah. who are, like, visual artists or, like, videographers right. or something, and they're the ones who do it. And so there's a lot of, like, creative you know, mixing there and it like the, uh, the fucking black licorice music video where they either performed the actions slowly and then sped up the camera or the other way around. I don't, it's been a while since I saw it, but yeah, just that where it's like kind of distorted reality shit like that. And yeah, I I think the Vicky one is, it, it might be my favorite with just the transitions as he goes behind objects. That's just, in any movie or TV show, I've always enjoyed that visual motif. And so mm-hmm. it's just a video of that. And I really enjoy that. It's like me. Anytime. I got a, nothing it, on OK Go videos, bro. <laughs> anytime a camera doesn't cut, uh, like like my my uh, any anytime a, a camera shot is held for more than 30 seconds, my heartbeat just starts increasing. And like, I, yes, I'm I'm pretty yes. long take. <laughs> it's long it's take. still going, and I, I'm pretty sure um, I'm pretty sure the lookout video is like all one take. I think it it definitely it definitely looks like it from yeah. my memory. 
I don't remember any obvious n- cuts. If it's not, it's very, very clever cutting. Yes. Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh, dude, that's like that's like my favorite fucking one of my favorite things in the in the um I'm pretty sure it's in the Vicky one where Chris and Neil switch places. Like they open the truck and then like pan around and then they switch places. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the other yeah, that's I, I love that shit. Just uncut, just like as the camera moves, they switch behind the scenes. Uh, very, very, very Movie clever magic. boys up there in Vancouver. Pretty sure <laughs> they, they don't. They don't make them like that down here. Down here, they're just racist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, up, up there, they're they're boiled down to the the concentrated goodness of what it means to be a man. They're the the maple syrup of 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 good. Good, 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 fine fellas, and mm-hmm. da- down here that's hard to come by. You know what I'm saying? Can down I can here, I get an amen? Everybody's grifting. <laughs> but Let's, but uh, yeah, so we can we can you know. Uh, judging by Jordan's facial expression, we should go to the next subject. Um, I think I think judging by yes. Jordan's facial, we gotta end the show. I think. I think Jordan <laughs> you, you, gotta just, you, guys, you, you guys, you gotta talk about stuff like. That I don't really have any input on. So like, no, no, it's just, it's we're, so we're just, funny we're now just because joking. Like, because now we have to remind ourselves to like, even though we're listening and mentally engaged, we have to stay visually because we're on camera. Yes. I had that yes. last week where it was like, I was like fully present for things, but then I'm like, I just don't look like I'm tuned in at all. But like, I'm sitting there okay, okay. talking. It's just very funny because I, I, I like the tiredness hit me a little bit. So I'm trying to like yeah. work through that as well. But like, I keep yawning, so I'm sorry to everybody. It says it's supposed to snow here tonight. What the fuck? Anyways, Colorado. Um, yeah, it's April 13th, and it was 70 degrees two days ago. It's been like 80. Violet's barking in the here. background. Yeah, dude, it is hot this week, Damn, man. Really? Yeah. I will, I will, but it'll be nice and sunny for my first baseball game of the season on Sunday. I'm wearing it'll be like I'm wearing some I'm wearing some Patagonia baggies to work tomorrow. I'm gonna see. So, I'm gonna count how many people tell me that I'm wearing swim trunks. We're gonna see. Wait, are you wearing the orange ones? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just gonna You're wear like. I was about to say the office. I am. Yeah, I'm gonna try bold. it. I'm gonna try it. I've. You know what's fucking weird? I love shorts. I'm a big short wearer. But at any job I've worked, other than being a lifeguard. Even like serving at the smokehouse, it felt I, I accidentally tore a pair of pants bending down to pick something up one time because of my dump truck ass. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. And I had to I had to go to the car. I had to get Vic to run out of the car and get me like a, the pair of like my backup clothes in there. And it was a pair of shorts. Uh-huh. I felt Shit. so fucking weird. I felt like a patron. And, and then like yeah. something at Tally and like now my job, like I wear T-shirts to work, but I just wouldn't wear shorts. It feels... No I know what you're saying. In office, can see my knees. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I would. And I would totally be down. That that's how that's how I felt inside for a long time. But I'm just yeah. gonna try it tomorrow. I'm just gonna try see how see it feels. Do it, Nick. Report do back. It. Maybe fuck it. Maybe when it's like 90 degrees here in July, maybe I'll do it too. Who knows? Shorts at work. Sure. Could be the move. You could start. You could start a. You start a fucking movement. <laughs> um. So, so do we want to get specifically into the album? Because I believe it or not, yeah, I have quite a lot of notes. Um, oh Lord, oh Lord, have mercy! What the hell? Oh Lord, have mercy! What's that song? Up Granville, up oh, Granville. Lord. 
Have mercy. Grew on oh, me so much. Yeah. Now yes. it's now it's probably one of my favorites. It it it's it, okay. It didn't quite grow on me that much, but <laughs> it like <laughs> it lifts me out of whatever headspace I'm in. Like if I'm really? if I'm not if I'm like if I feel like I'm in any sort of overthinking or like kind of down headspace, I'm I'm just okay. like you know what Peach Pit would be good, and I throw on that song. I'm in my car. Thing. Sun's out. I'm vibing. Windows down oh, yeah. if it's above 70 degrees. You know the vibe. Bro, if it's above like 55 at this point, I put the windows down. <laughs> you're you're just praying. <laughs> I, I underestimated how much the cold would drain on me in in, in ways that I did not anticipate. I've, really? I, oh, I, yeah. I think it would be like that for me. I think like living here in the summer, like every mm-hmm. year, I, I'm like, man, I just want to move to like Virginia or like somewhere a little more north. But but I I know as soon as it hits single digits in the winter, I'm like, bring me back, take me back. I don't care. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's, not, it's not like it's bad enough to where I want to go, but it's uh-huh. to the point yeah. where it was so cold for so long. Because like North Carolina, it rises and falls, but here it was like, oh, it's just Dude, cold from mid-December so to, to February. It's yeah. like 20 and so when it started to get like above 45, I was like, it's shorts weather. <laughs> I can't take this anymore. Short season, baby. The, I, I don't, the, I don't see I, ice I work, anymore. Yeah. I work remote every other day. And if in the morning when I take the dogs out, it's above 45 gym shorts and a hoodie. I've become Bruh. one of those people. Okay. I never would have been, I wasn't a shorts below 65 person before moving out here and so it's yeah my internal temperature barometers. yeah like, you're, you're one of those fucking dead of winter you're walking around like okay centennial not anymore like, no every cold. once in a while i accidentally do it but i remember like when i was younger my mom used to like force me to wear pants some days <laughs> oh, yeah. see, because my, I, I would was, just wear shorts every, i would want to wear shorts every single day see i was the opposite i I wore jeans every day even in the summer my mom would be like it's too hot you can't wear oh, jeans. okay yeah that. <laughs> I, was like, I was one of those fucking freaks. you were you were you were dad mode as a kid you were like Dude, you you just play I, in the dirt I, like in a ninety degree weather just like wearing jeans baby. in your jeans yeah wearing boot cut jeans for years <laughs> Bruh. as a kid that was me it, it's, you had a you had a blue are, collar spirit it is so funny how on the opposite ends of the spectrum we are there but <laughs> I um fuck well I was going somewhere I was going somewhere with that shorts in the shorts in the winter. No, it it is fully gone. It is fully gone now. <laughs> that thought, it like, Dead. out the window. Well, the Peach Pit album. Yeah. So be back to back to this. But nice yeah, to discuss. I, uh, this was th- this was one where like this, like I said, the single came out, and I was like, okay, fuck yes. But then like once all the other singles came out, I was like, oh, I guess Up Granville is going to be like my low point on the album. Um, okay. But uh, and but was I still it low, your low it, point? And it's still good, and it has grown on me as well. Um, okay. I still wouldn't throw it in the in the in the top my favorites though. I mean it's just it's a really good one. I, I love the chorus. Even at the golden light of morning, leading you away from all this strife, having an ordinary company that always leaves you dry. Your lines have been 
eating at the golden Talking about the cocaine continental, laughing at the way you cut your lines. It's so like, oh, it's fantastic delivery. And it's a great course. I just, I'm I'm kind of surprised that like, that was the one that you were like, yes, this is my mood booster. Because for me, that's give up, baby, go. Oh, absolutely! Absolutely, yeah. They they both are, uh, but, but I we'll think the way a little bit. I, I, I think wanna... the way up Granville just kind of kind of builds itself up, yeah, like it ele- elevates its and energy, then... and mm-hmm. and really gets full in the chorus. I think that yeah. that explosion is like a little a little flower blossom. It's just like a bloom it. into a better mood. You know what's funny? That that feeling you're describing. That's what. Um, Texas Moon is for me, like the entire EP, especially like Chocolate Hills. Oh, yeah. And that's one where I'm just like, I don't really know what I want to listen to. I kind of want something in the background that's going to like, you know, lift my spirits. Not like I'm sad, but just like kind of cut through the fog in my brain. Just like, just yeah. throw on Chocolate Hills and just, that just one mentally cruise down like a, a lone desert highway. I I love that album, but it's not really like... It's not necessarily happy or sad for me. It's just like yeah. it's it's uh, well, I, uh, but it's like it, it's more sad than happy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, even but though for me it's more of an introspective kind of thing. Like that uh, yeah. that, that EP dropped and I was just listening to it a bunch when it first came out. Um and then there was one day where like me and Vic were driving like we were going to Sonic but we were like taking the dogs and just going on a drive. We were going to go to Sonic close to us, but it was closed down so we had to go to one like you know, like 20 minutes away. Cause would you, they're not good hot dogs, but when you have a <laughs> hankering for that hot dog, then it's kind of like all you want. And so yeah. we just were like, fuck it. We got time. It's like a nice Sunday afternoon. So we're just like driving through kind of these suburban streets at like dusk that was playing. I was just like, I'm not stressed about anything in life right now. Yeah. So it's just kind of, it kind of, I think feeds back into like that mentality of that, like that drive where I'm just like, I, for the first time in like my, like since I learned what stress and pressure were, I was like, I just don't feel any, like I'm just fully relaxed right now. So I think, Pretty I think fun. it's kind of like that kind of shit. Yeah. Then I want to get into a story about hard. hot dogs, but I won't. Okay. I won't do it. <laughs> we, That's we learned tease. about we'll some hot dogs later. this week, last weekend, me and Jordan, we did. got, we got no tax hot dogs, bro. <laughs> nice. They, they were good. I think I think technically tax was included in the price, and they they round it probably the was, but, it's uh, included probably in was. the price. It's already included. <laughs> but no, Jamie, it was like it was it, it literally was like a diner. Like we could just see the dude grilling the hot dogs Hell on like yeah, the like rolly or like it, it was it was a flat. It was it was a flat, but he'd like flip them and stuff. And like I bet that shit was good. Yeah, he, it was he, good. Like literally, there's only there's only chili, mustard, slaw, and onion. Hell yeah, that's the only toppings you could get. They don't have ketchup in fun. the restaurant, but do they have mustard or yeah, or yeah. cheese sauce? They don't okay, have okay. cheese sauce, dude. Well, all you need for, for a good dog, all you need is mustard. Uh, that's it. Uh, no, no, no chopped onions. I don't like raw. I was onion. say that's 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 okay. a lot. That's that's nothing to put on a hot dog. But I don't like raw onion and chili. Normally, you can only taste the chili. You lose the dog. Yeah. yeah. And it you makes us sloppy. I don't fuck with You eat the that. wrong no. dog. Eat the wrong dog, buddy. Bro, I go to dog house uh, regularly. Oh. Just kidding. That, that's like the opposite hot dog. That's like the fucking uh, 
burger fi of hot dogs. You, you a barstool guy? That's hilarious. The burger fi of hot no. dogs. Um, One bite, yeah, everybody so knows. Vicky, the next song on the album and the third uh, single huh? that came out. Yes. It is so fucking good. I mean, I don't know how you can listen to that and just not like start, start, you know, a little start wiggling to it, you know, get a little, <laughs> get a little, start, wiggling. Start, start grooving. And the chorus, especially the one that then leads into the solo in the song. It's so fucking good. Oh, Vicky, it don't need to be all right. Your setting sun won't fall right where you think. Yeah, Vicky, you always keep me around. But I think God, you don't live next door. I love whatever they're doing okay, to the guitar, song. like the the envelopey, like warbly sound. The, mm-hmm. Like don't I don't it like yeah. It sounds it just sounds different. You you can tell there's some sort of effect that I don't know what it is because I'm not a I don't know a lot about guitars or gear, but I love it. You're not a big gearhead. No, I'm I'm not a I'm not a huge Nick ain't gear a gearhead, head. buddy. Yeah, I, I like everything about it and. But I think uh, you not right next door. So good, phenomenal. Uh, that L- song he wrote rips. for a friend of his because she said she was just talking. It was like her birthday was before too long, and she was like, "You know, I've never had someone write a song about me." And so he just wrote a song for her. <laughs> That's I, uh, interesting. I, I think he said they had been sitting on it for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And then this album. It kind of finally just worked out. I think there were a couple on this album that were like that. I don't know which one specifically, but I'm pretty sure that oh, some yeah. of these were like, they've had them for a while, maybe fucked around, kind of played them at live shows and stuff. And then okay. this was the album they decided to. Some of them, Release a, them. a lot of other yeah. ones were written during like lockdown COVID type shit, or at least like the words for them, because that's why it's called from two to three. Uh, a lot of the songs were written like, in bouts yeah. of like insomnia during, uh, during the lockdown. And that's why it's also kind of like a quieter album overall compared uh, to their other ones. Because it's like, at least for a lot of like Neil's parts, I'm pretty sure it was not like the recordings of them, but kind of like the piecing them out and shit. It kind of like was done late at he night had, in his apartment. He had, he had neighbors, bro. He couldn't. <laughs> exactly. So, so that's why. And that's I, I, also, that, I think that speaks to the album art a little bit too, like how mm-hmm. how it's majority black and then that little bit of light in the middle. With yeah, it, it has all four of them like at a car, uh, at a car yeah, wash, like a garage or something. Yeah, but uh, it looks like one of those like self car washes where you get a power. Oh wash, fuck, you're like, right. Like uh, now that I'm yeah. looking at it, you're definitely right because they are spraying the car with water. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it's in the Up Granville music video, if I remember right, but um. It might uh, be. I'd have to. It's I been a while since that one in a long time. Yeah, but yeah, see, um, you can see. Uh, what was I saying? But yeah, Neil. it's like, like Neil? it doesn't. It doesn't really matter, like right. what's in the center of the album. It's kind of like that. It's not light at the end of the tunnel. It's like the the 
little the sun coming up. It, the, the yeah yeah kind of like it's like the spark of imagination inside your head when like you're you're trying to shut everything out you know mm-hmm. like yeah. uh, like the like the insomnia you're talking about like it's it's yeah. that thing you can't get out of your head it's the thing you can't right, it's turn off the thing that's pestering yeah. you and so yeah that's pestering kind of, that's might kind be of a bad like, word wait <laughs> but yeah I get what you mean though but yeah so that's kind of like where the not the genesis of the album is but like where a lot of it kind of the the vibe of it stems from those like super late night writing sessions if I, if I yeah. am correct in that yeah. if you guys listen to this and I'm wrong <laughs> Neil let us know don't beat me up because <laughs> I will be at one of your concerts at some point um but for a band that smokes a lot of weed, you guys didn't come to Denver on your tour. So. <laughs> it's legal, Come guys. On, Come on. Um, it's literally legal, bro. <laughs> but yeah, so so Vicky was was a huge one for me. That was one where I was like, okay, now I really cannot wait for this album to come out any longer. I think it came out yeah. like either December or January, I think. Okay. Oh, really? Maybe, maybe. I have no Maybe idea. Maybe a little close to the release date. I don't remember exactly, but I, okay. I played it quite a lot when it when it first came out. Um, yeah. yeah, and then uh, "Lips Like Yours." That was a, that's another. That was like the first new song on the record, and I was like, "Hell okay. yeah!" I've, I've always yeah, I've always been a big fan of that song. Right when it came out, I thought it was one of my favorites. Uh-huh. And it it still is, but it's more on an equal playing field with the rest of them than it was when I first heard it. Because when I first heard it, I loved it, and I, I was like, "Man, yeah. this song, like something about it." But but now it's 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 kind of like tamed down a little bit. Like I like it mm-hmm. as much as Up Granville, as much as Vicky, as much as like Bro, uh, I, some of the other ones. But but I, I, I love the story behind it, like yeah. uh, how they 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 weren't even going to put it on their album, and then their main producer for the album, his son, who's basically like a drumming prodigy, uh, his, his yeah. son who he like, he, he would show the songs to his son and just like talk to his son about them. He's five years old. And, uh, he, he told his son that they weren't going to put lips like yours on the album. And his son was like, what? Like, that's like my favorite song. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and they were like, okay, okay, we'll keep it on the album. But, um, uh, but yeah, recently at one of their more recent shows, they had their producer's son come up on stage with them to play Up Granville. I think it was. Okay. I, I think he I only think so. played one song. I don't think he played the whole show, but he yeah. he he played drums alongside Mikey, like for like the song five or six. Yeah, he's he's five. He's five and um, fucking like crazy. Just just play playing on stage and like uh, his dad, the producer, like panned out and showed the audience. It was a room of like, it had to be like five hundred people at least. Like yeah, it was, it was, shows, it was a huge place. Tickets. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Like it was. It wasn't like it wasn't like a small car bro show. Like it wasn't like right. a small cat's cradle show. It was like like a big indoor venue. And this five year old is just up on stage jamming out. Like you watch him and he's just hitting everything just like the other drummer. He's just that, damn, that's going so crazy. fucking sick. I yeah. I have crippling stage fright. So anytime <laughs> I see like. The younger the kid is, I'm like, damn, I like would have been so far from being comfortable doing that yeah. as a kid. And I, 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 another reason I thought it was so cool was because the, the producer who worked with them for this album is the guy who's produced all of Bahamas albums, and um, okay. and he he doesn't work with anyone outside of Bahamas that much. He works with like mm. a with like Feist, 
and um, like a couple other people, but um, his name's Robbie Lackritz, and uh, I know like okay. I, I was reading about it, and he helped produce their album, th- this Peach Pit album, a lot, just like over. Um, it was over Zoom and just like it, it was from a distance. Like they had yeah. some sort of software that allowed them to like, uh, like send him whatever music they were creating without any latency, and he was giving them feedback on it. But I, I'm pretty sure he was on like the other coast of Canada, and I don't think they actually oh, met in person until Leo played that show like last week. Yeah, I was just saying, I'm pretty sure they said, like, they'd, they'd never met in person until, like, after yeah. it was, like, done and cut. Yeah, no. and that's crazy. <laughs> that is kind of crazy. Modern world, Power baby. Yeah. And it but sounds he, incredible. The album sounds amazing. That's the new version of, of Dan and Pat making Thick Freakness by recording it in Pat's, or, yeah, Pat's parents' basement. Dan running to his house where he has the fucking eight track mixer, mixing it, bringing it back, seeing what they don't like, <laughs> and then doing it again. That's <laughs> how that's yes. how they made Thick Freakness because I think they had to make it in like two weeks. Gotcha. Okay. Like they they got a deal and they were like, yeah, when can you put out more shit? And they were like, uh, two weeks from now or some shit like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely they ta- they, for sure. They talked about it. I can't remember if that was with. I, th- I can't remember if that was on a broken record or if that was on an NP- the NPR interview they did. But that shit was so funny to listen to. And I'm like, what a what a what a duo. Um, what a duo. But real quick, I was gonna say like, again these these songs, like I can kind of tell like why you guys would like them. Mm-hmm. But again, it's just like. Like, like they sound well made. If that yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they but, sound produced. Well, they sound but, well made, but a lot of them sound pretty similar. And like, the, yeah, they're, they're not like they they might have a good energy to them, but they're not. Yeah, incredibly up tempo or anything. Yeah, and just someone who like again, I I feel like it's very hard for me to go out of my comfort zone a lot. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah. maybe like it's easy for me within my own genre to go out of my comfort zone. <laughs> like, but like. Again, I just like find myself really just liking those like really loud sounds and really like out there. We got to do beats, a, you know. We got to do a Charlie XCX album. <laughs> Honestly, dude, I I I've listened to Charlie XCX. Um, I haven't listened to the new one yet. The one song I know by Charlie XCX is it called "After the After what, Party" boys? featuring no, Lil Yachty? It's the um, <laughs> I like the one song I featuring to. Troy Sivan. No, no, it's the um. I I, cra- uh, I crashed your clap. car into a bridge. I watched and let it burn. That song. Is Charlie X X in this one? Like, then goes like, I thought it was. I, I was song. about to sing. I was about to sing I Adele. I I was about to sing. <laughs> I set fire to the <laughs> rain. Watch it burn as I dude. I for some reason you hit all those keywords and I almost started seeing that. I was like, Bro, <laughs> I I thought it's not by Charlie X X right? No, it's by Icona Pop featuring Charlie X Okay. Uh, so I don't know any songs by Charlie XCX then. You'd probably know Boom Clap. I know that was on after, the um, oh, yeah. All yeah. Our Stars. Boom Clap, the Sound of My Heart. Yeah. That song got yeah, overplayed I know the chorus. I know the chorus. Yeah, because of that. It's like that Starships. That song's a pop, dude. That shit it, that song's blew good. up everywhere. I don't know if Starships got overplayed, but... Oh, I wouldn't say it overplayed, did. but like it just... it like I, it, I've never listened to it on my own, but I know most words to that song. Okay, okay. Because yeah. it was everywhere for like four months. I got you. I got you. I got you. 
Bro, fucking, we were at a um, at a gay club a few weeks ago. I think it was around St. Patrick's Day. And they fucking, like, there was a, a drag show going on. And, like, two people back-to-back, one one queen went off to uh, I, I, I Love It, that song. And then the next one, like, back-to-back was, like, Starships. I was like, okay. Okay. I can fuck with this. I was like, all right, all right. Taking it, you know, little little few years ago, you know. Um, Dude, 2000 nostalgia, too good, man. It it hits like no other era. Um, but lips like yours, uh, the I <laughs> love the bridge going into the fourth verse of that a lot. Especially, it's like the uh, what is it one, just a one ten Betty taken over, have a chorus line carry in the show like that shit. I'm just like locked into it. Yeah, feels very a- good. Yeah, Neil's Neil's in his feels on that one. He's he's getting he's getting yanked around a little bit. Yeah, and then he uh, then he fucking blacked out in the booth on Pepsi on the house. <laughs> yeah, then, then he's he's doing the yanking on, on Pepsi. Then he started, Pepsi on the house. Dude, I I love that song. It's it from the start. It was one of like the highlights for me on the album. Oh, I can, I gotta fucking I gotta take the lyrics off of this screen. It is way too bright. It's making my under eyes <laughs> look like I haven't slept in weeks. Um, <laughs> but I I. Like if if you play that song, even not 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 just the vinyl. Like if you play that song out of a set of speakers, like the speakers you and I have, mm-hmm. Jamie, those drums thump. They're they're mm-hmm. loud. The, this might be my favorite like drum mixing on on any of their albums. Yeah, I think the drums really come through on this album more than on the other ones. Yeah, it's it's surprising. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do like the beatness on of this one. one a lot. Yeah, I was gonna ask. I was one. I, if you had to pick highlights, I probably would have guessed for you, Jordan, that this one would be on there because of like just how up tempo and the drumming in it is so good. Yeah, I could I, I could definitely see this like playing on the car or something. Probably not me put it on, but like yeah. I, I could probably vibe to it if one of you Yeah, this is this is the one that I tried to do an ad lib from for my my intro and then I realized I fucked it up. Um <laughs> But dude, like the first the first verse is kinda like he's like calling out the other person and be like, Oh, you know, you're like, why are you pretending to, you know, be whatever? You're just like putting on this like facade or whatever. But the fucking second verse, this was this was why I say Neil Black in the booth because he fucking just like I I listened to this song for like a month and then I just what happened to be driving home and in the right mood and then I really listened to what the words said and I was like oh my god 
He fucking said. What do the words say? Uh, the second verse. Um, Folded your fascination up to see me go, but you crack at the thought of all the of all the guys I would blow. Then in a bedroom decorated like my taste, when you fuck, do you close your eyes and think of my face? <laughs> Folded your fascination up to see me go, but you crack at the Like, are you so unhappy with whatever your current relationship is because you're pretending you don't like me that you like them because they are copying my style? And when you're literally fucking them, do you imagine me instead? Jeez. I was like, God damn. He's, Neil. he's, he's, he's feeling sassy. Bro, you yeah, fucking he, let, let he our fucking, let our boy was, talk. All right, he was spicy on that one. But most but of the I, time, I, I, a lot of these, a lot, a lot of Peach Pit songs are kind of sad. You know, Neil's Neil's being a little negatively introspective. Yeah, got gotta let him pop off. Yeah, this one he was like, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm calling you out this time. <laughs> Tommy's party. Neil's getting called out. This one, vengeance. <laughs> it's a. Uh, did they ever say Pepsi on the house in that song? No, I don't know where I the title comes from. I didn't think from. so. I'm yeah. not even gonna lie; I have no idea where the. Fu- I don't know if that's like a reference to something that I just don't know of. I have no I idea. I got a Dr Pepper on the house. <laughs> Can I get a Pepsi on the house? Pepsi. Yeah, Can I, I got a uh, I'm I'm going on a tear now. When like trying to trying to correlate odd song titles to to what they're really about, or if they're just uh, random, because I yeah. I figured out today that seven and seven by the Turnpike Troubadours is uh, is a cocktail that's a Seagram. It's like Seagram's seven seventh something whiskey. It's like some kind of liqueur whiskey thing mm-hmm. mixed with Seven Up, and that's why it's called a Seven and Seven. And in the song, he mm-hmm. says something about Seven Up and Seagrams, and I was like, okay. I was like, fuck, that's why it's called Seven Seven and Seven <laughs> because that's literally what like the drink is made of. And I, I didn't know yeah. that until today. And that's like my favorite Turnpike song. Never mind. It's a very good one. It doesn't matter. It's a very good one. Um, but yeah, the the song immediately following that, an easy one to see where the title came from. Look out. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. I This song came out in October. I know that because it was like right when it started to get cooler and I would be walking the dogs. No, at that point it was still just a dog. It was just Leo. But I would be walking okay. them and it would be like cold-ish, but I would still... I would still just wear like gym shorts and a hoodie to walk Leo and I'd be okay. walking around not sober and just kind of like this song to me feels like the album cover. Like yeah. it feels like a, like you're at night in a dark setting, but there's still like a little bit of light. And so walking on like the street lights around our apartment complex like that, I was like, it's like I'm in the song right now. I played that yeah. song so fucking much in the month of October that like it showed up in my top 100 for the year pretty high in my top 100 and that cutoff is in November for Spotify (laughs) Uh wrapped so (laughs) 
It came that out like, kind of like mid-October, Ritzy? I'm pretty sure. He's yeah, running just, through it. I listened to that song so many fucking... It's such a good song. I love the vibe. But it definitely, like... I don't know. It, it was one of my, it was one of my favorite lead of the lead singles, and it still is probably in my like top three on the album as a whole. Yeah. I, I love that song. Uh, the like country blues vibe contrasted with Neil's like pretty clean, undistorted, like poppier vocal delivery, but still in that style of it. I, you're right. Just something about those two things. You feel like they shouldn't mix. For me, they're in like perfect tandem on that song. Yeah. It's just like whatever the combo is right there, they bullseyed that shit for me. Um, yeah, like the descending line and the guitar and vocals, the like, if you can't get your hands around my little shoebox, fine. The guitar does a little like walk down and then Neil kind of does it in his vocals too. Money. Um, All I ever wanted was your peace of mind. If it's hard to catch you, you know how I love to unwind. Look out, I'm stoned again. It was a little slow for me, I'd probably say. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, oh, for sure. I didn't think you would like it at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a guess. <laughs> yeah. Just honestly. I love, I love uh, um, when he says, if my heart was beating louder, you'd hear it breaking in. And it's only something real if you don't know where I've been. There I sat just looking at the pool. Beautiful. Uh, it fucking crazy. It, but like the chorus, I love it so much. And it feels like I'm driving around. Like I wrote down, it feels like I'm driving around through somewhere like downtown Yadkinville, like downtown of a city, but it's like all one story buildings, empty streets, very few streetlights, but specifically on like a summer night after a thunderstorm rolled through like 20 minutes before then. So the ground is still like wet and reflective, like a movie set. I can see and that. you're just, and there's no other cars. You're just kind of like driving around and cruising on like little back roads. That's what that song feels like to me. Just know, babe, it's hard to give in. Look out for me, won't you know? I just might pass you by. I need a night. Would you like me to go? Along my way without me even saying hello. And so it's just, dude, I, I love the song so much. Uh, I could see that. I could see, I could see Golden Hour on the interstate. I could see, yes. I could see maybe dropping a friend off at the airport. Mm-hmm. I could see just, you know, it's, it's just heartwarming. It is. And I just think it's so, it's like, it's such a good, I don't know. It talks about things like, you know, someone's got to watch out for me and they'll check on me because they know how I like to give, give in talking about like, you know, being addicted to substances and kind of like your friends knowing that you're trying to do better at whatever. And then like, they'll check up on you because just, just like the entire vibe of the entire song. I love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, and then killer harmonica from Mikey in there. Incredible. 
fantastic harmonica. I, I like have a harmonica. Bridge. I should really like actually learn to play it. Um, and then it, I mean, it rolls really well. I feel like vibe wise, it rolls into everything about you. I think it it just is a really good transition, and I really fuck with that song too. That yeah, was that one was, where at first it was a bit jarring for me, but then I've come uh, to like really enjoy that song. It was my least favorite for a long time, but I like it a lot more now, and I especially love the second half of it. The pull every <laughs> trigger and drown me out. And I don't even know. I weirdly like this one a little bit more than like really? the last one. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's maybe like the long drawn out kind of Dude, nature of it. Where where it hits, I'm gonna I wanna actually like read it, so I'm gonna look it up. But like where he starts to do the like drawn out don't cry, baby don't cry, don't like that section, if I'm in the right yeah. mood for it, that will fuck me up. But am I still away that you like? Catch me on the wayside Baby, don't cry Don't cry Don't cry Don't cry Don't cry Interesting. <laughs> like, I was, like, I was listening to this album one time just driving home on, like, kind of an overcast day, some, like, sad news I just received. I was listening to it, and that don't cry part, I'm like, if I wasn't a man afraid to lose my job and house, I would cry right now. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Bro, Jordan, you that, can was cry a textbook, that was a textbook callback. Jordan, you're not on one tonight. You're- I'm, I'm, I'm confused. You were in the car and you were afraid to cry? No, because because we. Oh wait, okay, okay, I got it, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, this is where we explain to Jordan what comedy. Dude, I got the worst sleep probably ever of my life last night. It happens. It happens. happens. It's okay. We'll. we'll, And I took like a three-hour nap. I took a three-hour. I I went to bed at three and woke up, woke up at like six and couldn't go back to sleep. So I got like three hours of sleep. Then I had to take like a hella long nap in the middle of the day. So like eleven to one ish. Dude, you're so your day is just fucked. Entirely. So I probably got like five hours of sleep total throughout the thing with a fucked up sleep schedule. If but I take the, a nap longer than half an hour, like my day is ruined. <laughs> my, I, I well, wake up and I'm I'm mentally in the twilight zone for the next three hours. It's unrecoverable. Yeah, dude, those naps, me. those naps hit hard. Though. Like those ha- naps are they hit amazing, bad. You know? No, thir- no, thirty minute naps for me hit fucking. If I if I have a nap, I mean it could be thirty one minutes, and I wake up, I'm like, oh, what the fuck happened? I wake up at thirty, I'm spry, I I'm jump a, I'm out a, of bed. I'm a thirty to well, forty five minute napper. I also got no sleep though as well, so even, like, even, I, I kind of needed it. Yeah, I mean that that's kind of an extenuating circumstance, but like yeah. I just more than half an hour, I I is unre- I have lost the next two hours. They're gone. <laughs> Not nah, nah, I got you. I got you. Um. But yeah, I just, I really love the don't cry part 
And then, yeah, Nick, like he said, I think, I think the last, especially, yeah, that last chorus yeah. in it, very, very good. Yeah, I just really like the guitar in this as well. I don't know why. Like the high strung mm-hmm. guitar a little bit. It reminds me a little bit of like, I don't know, like drift away chords or something or like. Okay. Like, I could see it. Like, I don't know, just like that pitch. I like the pitch of the guitar in this song. I got you. That's like a redeeming quality. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. I, I, it's like. It's weird to think of like my entire life. Jimmy Page has been like my favorite guitar player and, and I really like rock and roll guitar players. But I think like at this point, I think Chris might be like my favorite guitarist, at least actively playing music. Huh. Okay. I just, I love his like phrasing and all of his solos. I'm just locked in the entire time. So good. I uh, love his tones and stuff. Like I never wanted a wah pedal. And then I heard the solo to private Presley and I was like, I think it's time I get a wah pedal, <laughs> especially now that I've got like a good headphone jack so I can actually, you know, practice playing electric guitar. I'm like, all right, now it's time to start yeah. accumulating the pedals I've wanted for years, but haven't been able to justify. There you go. Um, but yeah, so, so if you guys are fine with it, I'd like to get into my favorite song on the album, which is give up okay. baby go. This was one where like the first listen through the record, I was like, oh, this is, this is my new favorite. This is yeah. my new number one. I, like, I remember you like, I remember like playing it and like, just like looking at you mm-hmm. and like yeah. after, after it went off, I was like, yeah, he likes this one a lot. <laughs> Dude, I, that one, I, the, the immediate, the boom, 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 ding, ding, yeah. like that rhythm lead in. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, we're getting fucking, we're hooting on this <laughs> oh, one, we're, boys. Oh, we're, we're stomping. We're fucking stuck. And so, yeah, just from start to finish, like the first listen, I was like, all right, I think that just replaced Vicky and look out for my, yeah. for my number one on this record. And it still is so, true. That song. I still like that shit is, it is like addictive to me. That's one of those songs where I can listen to it just like looping. And yeah, I'm this, as this excited didn't seem the like, time as the first time. This song didn't seem like the craziest thing ever. So I'm wondering like, why was it? It, it just like, like, well, it's. I think it's. It's definitely the most, the most boot scooting. It's definitely mm-hmm. the most hooting and hollering. You know, with the, with the rhythms they've got going on. Like Jamie talked about, like the the walk up on the bass, like the yep. and the then how the guitar comes in mm-hmm. and like, like, not because the guitar's pretty mellow. It's not necessarily right. Like um, it's just got that like super twangy, but like uh, that swing to it is so fucking intoxicating. Yeah, the the. The swing is a good way to put it, especially if you see the. Well, I guess the music video isn't really country. Like they're just hanging mm-hmm. out in a bar, right? But like, it it really is kind of like the swing to it and the tone of the bass line, like the the rhythm of the bass, and uh-huh. like I guess the guitar a little bit, but especially towards the end when um. Well, no, like. It's yeah, it's really just the the bass and yeah. <laughs> like like Dude, I, I don't know. It, I, I don't have, I don't have much more to say about it. Like I got you. It, for it, for me it's I can I can discern why. It's the the country ties cuz I still have that where I like I have that background in my, you know, just what I enjoy. I like the, you know, the 
the older country, a lot of baseline walking, a lot of like rhythmic picking like that. That's really fucking good. But also I love the combo of Neil's vocals and his delivery and his writing style with that like country-ish, rockabilly-ish kind of fusion going on in the background. Like the lead-in for the choruses, love it every time. Knock it back in power. Amazing, I cave in. Um, and then, uh, like where it says, uh, I never seem to knock it anyhow, knock it back in pal. Amazing. I cave in and all my worries slip away, get one. F- and then it goes into that rhythm again, that like the, the, the rhythm of that section where there's kind of like the pauses and then you're like leading in, leading in, leading in. And then the release of the course, love that. It feels like textbook tension building immediately like resolving that tension i love that shit yeah that that is also that is a really good example because you hear in music theory all the time people talking about tension building and like Mm -hmm. i still don't really understand a lot about how different chords create tension but but like i feel like that's something that you only can really understand like if you do it with your hand playing on an instrument you're like oh that's what it feels like because then you also when you have the agency to control the resolution you're like oh this is why people play the blues okay (laughs) but but like you definitely can hear the tension and release and just the structure itself in this song it's super evident it feels like it feels like you're just hanging out with the guys at like some bar where the music's not that loud and then you're just fucking joining in and just having a great time and the fucking i yeah i absolutely love the end of the refrain according to genius right into the chorus that's like especially the second time that's like some of my that might be my highlight point on the album where i'm like oh my god this is so fucking good um the bridge incredible uh oh i don't think it's written down as a bridge in this but phenomenal um yeah the the structure of the whole song i mean the the like lyrics of the song i also really enjoy like it starts off like oh you know i was at a bar because that's where you wanted to meet and then you didn't show up so i figured yeah one drink can't hurt and then like you know and then relapsing kind of falling back down that and then you're doing acid (laughs) and then it it is what it is yeah but it's just like i like that where it's like (laughs) You know, I'm not as someone who's not necessarily like an alcoholic, but there's still other things that you do where it's like you give in to like whatever peer pressure or like yeah. old habits die hard, that kind of thing. And then like you regret yeah. it afterwards and it's like, well, fuck. And yeah. so so yeah. just kind of like that motif throughout it, it like ties in. I can like like feel what that feeling, not to the extent of like, you know being addicted to, to things, but they're still like, you know, that's a very relatable emotion. So here and that. And just the fucking that on top of all of the yeah, like you said, you're ready for a long time, but you're on a roll of getting high. 
uh, let me be no other live in like another sip and I'll be fine. Like telling yourself it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And then you like just, just all of that shit is so fucking good to me. And then yeah, ending it with the give up baby go. And then the rhythm comes back in all of that. Yeah. I love it. So, so yeah, it's, it's like easily my favorite song on the album from like the first listen to it. I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) <laughs> this is a fucking barn burner, Neil. It's it's, t- it's top three for me. Mm. I that it's just one I I will I don't think I will ever get tired of listening to it. Yeah. Just and and from a songwriting standpoint, say, like phrasing it like knock back a one for the party, baby. Puff on the road. Let me knock back a drink. There's nobody home. Like no one's waiting on me. Fuck it. What do I have to lose? Uh, waking up Monday, uh, but I love how it's written. Waking up Monday only to realize that your Saturday self ain't one you like. Just okay. how it's like kind of backwards from a like a phrasing standpoint, and then I, I don't know, just something about it has that je ne sais quoi for me. I just <laughs> like it has one that of my favorite factor. songs in general right now is this song. Yeah, I feel you one hundred percent. Fucking hater. <laughs> the other song though that I would have like if you asked me when I first listened to the album I would say every song is good but if I had to choose low points it would have been um, it I don't it might have been lips like yours uh, but it definitely would have been everything about you and last days of lonesome and I've really come around to last days of lonesome I like that song so much more now than I did when the album first came out yeah me too like I saw, I think Jordan showed me someone, someone you knew put that on their story, like the weekend that it came out. Cause you showed me in person and I was like, which one? that's the song that last days of lonesome, the one right okay. after. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the song they put on their story. That's the low point in the album. But now I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's just so good. It's just slower and like, it's just really dreamy and it's, yeah. it is, it is good. Mm-hmm. Like the chorus on it. Phenomenal. I, I've really fucking come around like, uh, just especially the last one where he gets where Neil's really into it, where does the part um you're needing me some more, but you're shotgun in a forty face down before me. There's just something about them like needing me, but you're shotgun in a forty face down before me. You know I would give it all. Just vibing, and then you're like, "Oh my god, you're shotgunning a forty! Yeah, you're like, "Damn!" You're like, "Fucking white boy can rap!" You're like, "You're like, damn, Greggles on uh, TikTok slurping down that shit like that." I cannot do that. Greggles. What's the? I don't know what that is. It's the guy that uh, the like I'm making piss guy, and he's got the pitch. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. dude. I love his account. Half of it is just that, and then the other one is just him fucking around on skis. Like he did the. I can't be your man. She's a fucking fan. And then he grittied on skis. Oh, damn. (laughs) I was like, I want to be this man. What, what's the, what's the last line in the last uh, days of lonesome chorus? He says like, you know, I would, did you say give it all for free? Give it all for free. Yeah. But I'm, I thought he said all for you. But genius says all for free, but I don't believe that. I, th- I, I thought, thought it, it said all free. I thought it said free too. You could check the the vinyl right now. 
if you still have it here. Yeah. But I I did think he said free, but I just thought that was a a really poign, poignant point. It is. Yeah, it's all for free say. twice. I thought it was all for free. And then I thought the second one was all for you. But now it's all for free oh. twice. I've been singing that one wrong. <laughs> but yeah, I just like that line a lot, too. Yeah, it's very good. And so that song I've really come around to. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of got that like dreamlike ethereal yeah. quality to it. Um, Get ASAP Rocky on the feature, bro. <laughs> we, <laughs> we need an ASAP, ASAP Rocky and Peach Pit combo. Weirdly song. enough, I, mean, I don't ASAP think that would be like the Rod, worst uh, thing. No, I mean, he did the song with Rod Stewart. For, yeah, yeah. For, the, for, for this song, I don't think that would be like the the most cursed thing. That's the, that's the deluxe version is just... ASAP Rocky featured on it. It'd be so yeah. fucking funny. Um, Drips on a Wire okay. wasn't one that like I had to grow on me. It was just one that I kind of overlooked. Mm-hmm. But it's very good. I, I've, I've come around. I really like the uh, the course on it. Honey, yeah. I want you like yesterday. That that's it's textbook a, textbook windows yeah. down stuff. Like, I I don't even yes. like I don't even love the song like a ton. I, I do like it a lot, but mm-hmm. it's not like my favorite. But just the way that whole chorus is structured, the way the whole song is structured, it's like like I feel I feel like I would hear this in like a like a Hulu show or like yes yeah like a Netflix yeah. show or something like. Uh, when, uh, like a peak, like where the the action starts to take off in a coming of age story. Yeah, a, a teenage first kiss, perhaps something yes, like that. And then there's like that little musical hang up right before the chorus, and then the honey. Yeah, and then it's just like, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, dude, definitely. <laughs> I was gonna say I sat, I thought you said that like a little bit weird, but like <laughs> definitely, definitely, dude. Definitely. It was just like it was like just barely. It was like just. Barely, yeah. I, I didn't do enough of the like fucked upness on the first one, so yeah. I had to do another yeah. take. Yeah, for sure. You're like, definitely, dude, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely, bro. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, wholeheartedly agree that that's that's what that core should be. Yeah, windows down, cranked up, sunny day. Um, twenty fifteen was an interesting one. Um, yeah, why was this song called that? Also, I assume that something. It just he says with uh without you then me no yeah I, he says Probably it in the song I'm not sure particularly why but it just it, it I think it's just like 2015 I think they're a little like a couple years older than us so maybe that was like their senior year in high school or right after they graduated kind of thing and so it's just like okay a like impactful time in the life era for them because yeah. they started this band for a high school project if I remember correctly between Neil and Chris. And then they oh, got wow. for a class that they were in, they started the band. And then wow. uh That's crazy. I I think I think they all went to school together and they were just like, Oh hey, do you guys want to do a band thing? We kind of fucking around with this for our high school for like this class project. And so then Funny. they that's kind of like where like I'm pretty sure the song Seventeen and Peach Pit and all of that, I'm pretty sure that was written when they were seventeen in their senior year of high school. Uh, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. 
I know that they started it because something to do with school. Um, but yeah, so I just assumed that 2015 was like a happy year because it's talking about like, uh-huh. it's kind of a love song, I guess. Like without you, like life wouldn't be as grand. Like they, it wouldn't have as mm-hmm. much sound and color because every memory I have of sound and color, you're around that kind of shit. Uh, but yeah, so I love the intro first verse, like just the rhythm the whole time. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh Okay. It is a really, it's really catchy and it doesn't, it doesn't stand out to me as much as the other songs, but it is like, right. Just, just a song you can just leave on. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's I, a terrible thing to say. It's, I'm, it's much more than that. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, I get what you mean. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that this is Vic's favorite song on the album. Really? Whoa. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is one where like, if she cues up songs from this album, it's this uh-huh. song. I do okay. really love um I do really love the chorus in this song and the yes. the little guitar notes that they hit when they like the never never gonna give it away and the guitar right then when it's like yeah yeah that that stuff I love that Phenomenal. Dude, Chris's little fills that he does right mm-hmm. there, that's the shit where I try to watch him live and I'm like, what's he doing? <laughs> what's he doing? And then he's doing <laughs> But the thing is, he's so good, but it's not like a lot of other like classic rock guitarists where it's really good, but they're just playing power chords. So you can like kind of yeah. do it. He's playing intricate, like kind of like John Mayer type shit, where he's like playing intricate, like very quick chord like tone oh, yeah. hunting shit. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing, Chris? <laughs> I cannot keep up with that shit. <laughs> uh, like his fingers really are moving like all over the, the neck and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's not he's not singing while playing lead. He's just yeah. playing lead guitar and he does yeah. it so fucking well that I'm like, I can't I can't do that. Uh-huh. But I digress. Um like like Sweet FA is the solo to San is the guitar melody to Santeria, but slowed down and kind of like chopped up. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, I, uh, huh? How do you hear that <laughs> from that, dude? That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so so I really love 2015. Um, yeah, just the final verse and chorus together. So fucking good. Yep. Like the chock full, tripping on every day. Yeah, you're right. Could not, could not be better right there. So catchy. Um, and then finally, the titular track. Uh, yes. From two to three. Yeah. I love this song. 
Me too. So like I say, I like the song too a lot. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. Did you like what? Did you like the storytelling of it or the? I like his yeah, voice the, a lot. Yeah. One. Um, I think it's a little bit more prominent in this song, especially at the beginning. It, it's definitely very vocal centric. I would say, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just a very soothing mm-hmm. voice. Yes. And kind of like calm. It kind of calms, lulls me into the song a little bit. Calms me mm-hmm. a little bit down. Um. And just like again, it's just one of these songs that progresses. Yes. Like as it goes on, you know, you add like an extra guitar strum here. You add like a bass a little bit. I I can't like say specifics because I'm not, I'm not that endowed, but uh, musically endowed. But uh, <laughs> but I I just like the way it builds. I think the most. And like if I really went into like the core story, or like I assume you'll talk about that right now. I probably would also like it a little bit better. But just just like I will. Of, first <laughs> i do i okay, do so love, actually, actually just tell me yeah or I, nick I, nick you, you well, go the I, I do love how it starts how it starts mm-hmm. with it sounds more like a lullaby like uh, with the tone of his voice and just the acoustic guitar at 2 But it, it's so it changes, it changes in a way that's not too out of pocket, but still mm-hmm. pretty significant. Whenever the drums come in, and like, and that's like about it, when the story start to like the tension builds in in the story of the song as well. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, I, I think it's a little funny that he's talking about emails in the song. But <laughs> like, yeah, because because they're only a few. They're they're like twenty six, twenty seven right now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like maybe yeah. And thirty he's, at the high. He's talking so about like, like, like reading yeah. his ex's emails, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Interesting. But, but it, is, like, it is funny. But but it, to me, it's just kind of like a it's like a quirk in the song that just makes it that much more. It's just they're just they're just quirked up indie boys, you know? They're just yeah, quirked it, up white boys. I don't it's know. It's like it, I I just like to sing along and think like, why did he say that? Like why? Did like, he say why? His why? Open like on my like phone? if he if he's pulling from an experience, why was but, he reading her emails? Like, but what? you know what? But you know what's weird is somehow the fact that he said like your emails open on my phone feels like a more intimate and shameful invasion of privacy than like I read your phone while you were like in the bathroom or sleeping yeah. next to me. Oh, yeah. Like the fact that. Because like, you know, Vic's email's on my phone, but that's just because we've been out or like doing something and she's like, I don't want to get my phone. Let me just, you know, grab your phone, log into my uh-huh. email, check it or whatever. But then it's like, that's something that you wouldn't think to then like remove from an ex's phone. Yeah, yeah. And so it's something fairly benign, but it's still like, you know, if it's someone who you're only seeing once a year and then like. It feels like a more intimate invasion of like privacy to me than if you just like read someone's text messages. If you had like, you know, I hooked up with my ex and then I read through their phone. Like somehow the fact that you're just by yourself at home and you're still checking their email, (laughs) that's like a more intimate invasion of privacy. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know why he threw it in there, but I think it kind of somehow delivers the point better than if he had said texts. His 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 ex is like, oh, hey. 
Peach Bay came out with a new album. Let me listen. Get to the very end. She's like, I'm gonna change my name. Like, what, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> didn't we? Didn't we hook up like uh, like a year ago or something? Is this, is, uh, just, um, she texts him. Yo, uh, that lyric did. Was that just like kind of off the cuff, or was that like? <laughs> uh, just, was that? When's, was that me? Seems a little. Seems a little sus. Seems a little. <laughs> seems a little specific. Do you uh, do you look at my uh, energy bill? <laughs> my Duke power. Um. <laughs> They're Canadian, so it'd be um, oh the 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 dream power. The, <laughs> the 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 dream that he had about her was um was just her electricity bill was too high. Was, <laughs> the dream was just, babe, turn off the lights, dog. <laughs> Come on, turn it's not. Can, Turn it's not that cold. Turn the heat down. It. At least put it to sleep. Jeez. Maybe maybe you don't need the temperature at 68. Maybe you can get by with it at 70. But yeah, I, I was going to say a hallmark for me of this is just kind of like I've talked about it with all of their albums up to this point, like Tommy's Party on and, and even Private Presley on uh, Being So Normal and then things like You and Your Friends and um, Figure Eight and uh, Camilla, I'm at home shit like that on you and your friends. And then now like this song, I love how it starts. Like it starts off like at 2 AM, you know, I'm out of bed. It kind of like I had a dream. And then, uh, well, I was started by a dream of like you and the guy you're hooking up with. Cause it's the song is like the narrator's not over their ex. Right. Yeah. And so you're right. Like the music starts out like super sparse, kind of not really, tensiony kind of you're like a relaxing or whatever and then the next verse it builds the next oh my god <laughs> the next verse it builds a little more from a musical okay. standpoint and then also he still says like at 2 a.m your emails open on my phone i'm reading them again alone you know kind of like the shame of that where it's like you don't necessarily consciously make that decision but you're like mm-hmm. i shouldn't have done that that was like a weird thing and then it's like that introspective, like, fuck, you know, why am I doing this? Yeah. And then it's the chorus is, do you want to make it any, do you want to make right off with me tonight? Like, do you want to run away together? And then the music really comes in there. And then it kind of goes back down where he says at 2 AM and closer now to three for me. That's like the from two to three thing. It's like the spanning of the narrator's hours from 2 AM to 3 AM doing like going through this whole episode. Um, and you're waking up to see, uh, but closer now to three for me, you're waking up to see the text I sent you about the dream I had, despite that I'm trying to let you be kind of thing where it's like, I'm trying to give you space, but there's still the part of me that's not over you in whatever capacity. And so it's like, but that's another thing where I'm like, everyone can relate to that. You send yep. a text where you're like, after you hit send and it delivers you like, should I have sent that? Yeah. <laughs> whether it be like a risky text or just like a whatever in general like a regretful you up question mark yeah like just some sort yeah, of text where you it, send it and you're like oh yeah it kind it, of I mean, as it could soon be as i sent that i wish i could have taken that back yeah it could be that or it yeah. could be something like benign with something uh, with someone that you have like just k- kind of a weird past with like not right. not yeah. incredibly like crazy or bad but just just mm-hmm. something kind of strange that might not have yeah. been like defined and you just like text them something that you thought was funny and you're like 
Oh man, was that weird? Like, uh, should I have done that? <laughs> yeah, Dude, I have. The, I have that with like I. Re- I don't normally reply to people's Instagrams, but like if I'm at like a party or something and I've had one drink, I become like. But it's not even like I'm not a Mr. reply Social. guy to people <laughs> because it's not like I'm trying to like, you know, like a reply guy is like, oh, you respond to like, you know, a woman's whatever because you're trying to to you know, yeah get attention go somewhere. Yeah. It's not that I just am like. Become, I just become way more social. So I'm like, oh, that story was funny. I'm going to respond to this. And I'm like, do they think I'm trying to, because I'm not. <laughs> so yeah, I, I no definitely, way, like, right? I will have that where I'm like, like, this is a funny response. And all I did was like, say like, oh, that shit was hilarious. But I'm like, I hope they're not reading into this. And so, yeah, I mean, yeah. And like everyone has that feeling to some degree, especially in this like modern age of social media and, you know, text messaging of things. So yeah. I just, that being thrown into the song, I'm like, this is so, such a relatable feeling where you're just like, eh, maybe I shouldn't have done that one. Maybe I should have, maybe I should have thought about that one a second longer before I press yeah. send, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, it, it ends up, and then it kind of wraps up the whole album on, on a question mark with the chorus again. Like, do you want to make it, you know, do you want to like run away or do you want to, but it's, there was, there was one part that I really like where it, uh, where he just, he talks about like, I get by on you so heavily kind of thing where it's like, yeah, the, the one year, once a year, you know, like discussion is enough to like get me by until the next year where I'm going to do some foolish shit. <laughs> uh-huh. But I, I, I think, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just, I really fuck with the song. It's very good. It is good. I find something like, uh, in a grand cinematic sense, like interesting about those types of scenarios. Like when in mm. reality, like it's kind of toxic to think that way. Like it's, it's or not toxic, but it's not like really great for your mental health to like, right. Like rely on a connection like that with someone who like, like really probably doesn't feel the same way for you. But like, right. but there's a, there's a cinematic romanticism to it that, that like works well in movies and works well in music. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's kind of enticing when you see it in those things. And I was gonna say, doesn't it doesn't it kind of play on the 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 side where you're like, kind of the the um, eternally hopefulness of the human psyche? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, in a way, yeah, yeah. It, look, it's look like at the, we're the we're reason, we're turning into film critics now. The Let's reason, go. The reason why? Well, I mean, I guess just art in general. But the reason why, like you know we like paintings and we like movies and we like music where it's like this kind of not fairy tale story, but like that kind of scene plays out. It's because in, you know, maybe deep down in most people's brains, there's like that one thing where you're, you know, like a misconnection or like a regretful experience where you're like, you know what, maybe someday I'll write that wrong or someday something's going to work out something, but you know, it's just kind of the, the eternal the eternal hopefulness yeah. of the, of the human mind. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think we got to leave it there. I think yeah. we, yeah. we can't and say anything more a, profound than that. No, I think, I think that's a good spot to call that right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and with that, we can go ahead and rate this album. If you guys are done, that's, Oh my God, my I'm Excel yeah. makes me look fucking, uh, ghostly, ghostly. I'm an Jamie apparition looking like now. Casper. Casper, a friendly ghost. Yeah.
my, my light low key kind of bright too. I just haven't touched it this whole time. No, my light. This is just from my Excel sheet. <laughs> oh. Because for some but, reason, dark mode only does the outside. It doesn't affect the cells. Int- you don't oh. turn on your light <laughs> in your sucks. room, Jamie? Or I any don't. light in your room? No, because when we start this podcast, it's fully daylight. And so, well, I have my like my light light. Right yeah, here, yeah. But I don't have my room light on because I guess I got, but because this light is like super cool and harsh. And so it kind of is weird uh, with this light in the darkness. Okay. Once I'm, once I'm in the other room again, uh, uh tentatively next week's episode, I will be in my like more permanent, uh, I got you back drop. Um, God, it's so bright. But yeah, so we can go ahead and rate this one. Um, I think I chose you, the album. Yeah, yeah. You go first, so will, then me, then Jordan, because he announces, right? Correct. He uh, announces yeah. next week's episode. Um, for me, unsurprisingly, it is a 10 out of 10. I love this <laughs> album. So, and a twist I'm sure everyone saw coming. Are you sure? Are you sure you don't want to backtrack? Are you, uh, are you positive? I feel good. I feel good. I think I'm going to stick with that. Okay. Um, this is the next turn. I know, I know, I know. You were anticipating a high rating, Jamie, but, but I think, I think I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten too. I, uh, I, I really love incredible. it. Incredible. Like uh, I love it. Uh, like uh, when I, I, I tell people that I don't know why I love it so much, but it really does uh, make sense. It's just kind of like indie, catchy, groovy country. Like sounding yeah, stuff all, and like which is that, all of your hallmark music tastes. That's all stuff I love. Home. And like the yeah. the the like slightly negative introspectiveness in their lyrics and but also just like the good timiness, like hanging out, having fun nature of their lyrics. It's all great. Mm-hmm. Wrapped up in a little little perfect present for, for you and me, Jamie. Yes. Ten out of ten. Sir. Could not say it better. Yes. Um, unfortunately, so, I'll have to be the bear. So we're gonna have to do a, a third ten out of ten right now. Uh, the weight, the weight is on your shoulders. Jordan. Our first perfect ten <laughs> album. That's crazy. Yes. Uh, sadly, I will also be giving this album a three. A Damn. three. I really thought That's like a low. four, a four and a half. I'm surprised by the three. Uh, I I don't see me listening to any of these songs ever again. Um, <laughs> oh well, I mean, just you wait because you know you will, but you don't know it. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe Willfully. eventually if we're in the same car, but uh, <laughs> Willfully I just you'll um, be listening to them. This just isn't my music at all, and yeah. like I I respect the production quality enough mm-hmm. to like give it that, but. It, it, it pretty much has no redeeming qualities for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. God damn. <laughs> That's very funny. It has no redeeming quality. You guys, you guys, you guys know this like isn't my like style though oh, at I, all. Yeah, like, I know. I just no, no. I was thinking like I I'm surprised that this one scored lower than uh you and your friends for you. I really thought this it was did? gonna what? be I, I had to give the other one like a three point five then or something. Three point six five. And then you gave being so normal a flat three as well. So Maybe I'm just, just tired of like rounding down and being grumpy, but <laughs> based, on, based on these two, I would have guessed like four based on those scores. It, it, it probably could have gone either I, way. I, I, I really hate that being so normal was our fifth episode because I feel like if we did that again, I would be able to articulate so much more about that. Dude, album. That's how I feel about meet the woo too as well, because yeah. that was also very of, early. Pick. That was like our second woo. episode. That album has become oh, one yeah. of my top albums since that episode. I've come to love yeah. it. 
so much more, but it's just like, well, yeah, we'll, we'll the never most do, I can it. do is adjust my rating. We'll never do a Willie yeah. Nelson album ever again, but, uh, <laughs> uh, unless we do, we might do Stardust eventually, but that's, okay. it's not that sad or anything. It's just a good little classic album. Right. Okay. So our, uh, our, this is joining a rarefied company in that we only have two other albums that have two tens as well. Can you guess what they are? They're very oh, obvious. Yeah. Uh, Once you know them, they'll be very. The obvious. Mac Miller album. Nope, only one ten. Good Kid, Bad City. Nope. Uh, pursue, uh, uh, Sound and uh, Color Kid has Cuddy two ones. Sound and Color is one of them. The Kid Cudi one. Nope. No, no, no. I don't even I don't know, know if that it's, one got one one ten. It's one of the ones that you guys had. I know. It's Southeast probably. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> And both sense. of those tens came from me and Nick for all three of those. Yeah. Yes. I was about to say, I, I, I don't usually give an out. Al- like, I don't know. I, I'm very picky with my music, so I usually can't give an album a 10. Yeah. I, um, I meet, was meet before two. we started this podcast, and I'm just like, you know what? No, if I really love it, 10. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think I love an album that much. Like, I, I have always, always been a single song kind of guy. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I, I'm not like a, I've I've never been like let me put on an album kind of right. guy unless it's like Meet the Woo Two that I actually would give like a ten. You but did give it a ten in the rewriting. No, no, I know that's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying I'm not a put on the album guy unless I would give it a ten. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Which I oh, did. Okay, okay, gotcha. Same year two tens. Meet the Woo Two. Do you know what the other one is? Uh, wait. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, God, dude, I I don't know this. It's not. It's not pop would, smoke, right? I was just surpri- No, it's not. I was surprised when I just when I just filtered it. Wait. Oh, let me think. I feel like <laughs> I should. Know. It's, it's not that. Like it's not that surprising. But I was a little bit surprised. Is it Kanye? It is. Okay. It's probably Yay, right? It is. Yeah, it's Yay. Really? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. That's Jordan's two tens. Meet the Wood Two and Yay. That's. I would. I would. I. I, I would also about, shuffle that album. Um. I, at this point, I'd, I probably would give College Drop out of 10, but I probably gave it like a what? Like an um, eight or nine. Let me just. Sorry, we don't, we don't, we don't have to go over all this. I'm just, you, I, gave, you bro, got I me curious know, now. You gave I, I, Yay a 10, but not the College Dropout? That's insane. Dude, okay, Yay you, is a shorter album. An eight and a half. That's yeah. wild. I'll probably rate I, that I don't know higher. what I gave the College Dropout, but. I'm uh, not surprised you didn't give it a 10, but you gave Yay a 10 because it's shorter, but I am surprised you gave it an eight and a half and you gave Yay a 10. That's I'll probably I'll probably change it. That that, yeah, that one's that, a re-rating. That'll be on the docket sure. for the re-ratings. You I think again, like going into albums, like deciding mm. the more songs there are, sometimes the more like potential error they have too. You know, so, like, oh yeah, yeah. Yay was short enough where I, mean, I just isn't like that, like isn't that kind of what like the law of averages is. I mean, yeah, but like that that's what I'm saying. Like that's probably why like yeah, it's not surprising to me. I gave that one a ten mm-hmm. because I like every song on there, and I, it's like thirty minutes long or like. 20 or something. I don't even yeah. know. And what right. I'm thinking of it has the, ghost town on it. <laughs> yeah. And when I, when I'm thinking of the college dropout, I'm thinking of like Jesus Waltz, like yeah. last call, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, through the wire. Like, yeah, I'm not thinking of like Kiss slow jams, which is a good song, but it's not, no, no, like, it is. I, and I've, I've, I've revisited a lot too since then. So we don't care. Love it. Dude. No, dude, I've always loved that. I think that was the first song I liked you put me off that, that album. Yeah. Really, dude, dude, it was Jesus Walks has always been like a top Kanye song for me. It Jesus has, but like, I don't know. Got a little, yeah, 
I don't know. I love it. Anyways. Uh, anyway. Anyway. The average for this album, despite Jordan's best efforts, it is still 7.67, and it is tied with Rage Against the Machine by Rage Against the Machine for 16th overall. Okay. Directly below okay. A slash B by Kaleo, which is at 7.81, and just above... An Awesome Wave, Living Room, The New Abnormal, and The <laughs> Slow Rush, which are all tied for 17th at 7.63. So, yeah. it's, it, yeah, it's in the upper quarter. Interesting. Two fucking tens and a three. <laughs> Sorry. Jordan, no, pop I'm, off. I'm, what what are we listening to you, next brother. week? I'm just fucking you, brother. Sorry, oh, uh, but I did want to say, I find it interesting how much Nick liked this more than the last Peach Pit album we did. Because what the I last that? one you gave, you gave a 5.75. You gave it below a six. <laughs> I should I should have gave it like a six and a half. I must have been in a bad mood. I, I don't I know. I don't know, bro. That song is an easy eight. Because I, uh, I love Black Licorice. And I love Figure Eight. Psychics in LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shampoo The bottles. album is just those songs in different versions the whole time. <laughs> you bitch. All right. So, so that's where we are really quick because... Um, it is long-winded, but sorry. I love Peach Pit. My earpods are uh, bad. Two tens, bro. I hope not. Do you not charge your shit? I do. I, I just, he did. He just, he just used it the whole podcast. Yeah, it's got like a six-hour battery life. Really? I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever used both of them this long. Usually, I'm a one AirPod man. Oh, I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm a two noise-canceling guy. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, because the, the work I do is coding by myself most of the time, so Fair. I don't need to hear other things. Um, all right, so Jordan, what are we going to be listening to next week? We're going to be listening to the new album, Bible by Fabio Foran. Oh, okay, yeah. I, f- I forgot that came out. Yeah, his, his his debut album. Let's go. I think co-produced by Kanye. So. Is a City of God is on here, right? Or is yes. that okay? I didn't know if it was yeah. on here, or Donda too, or both. It's, it's so good, dude. It's so good. You said City of Stars? I feel like you've there's made a, that joke a, 12 times. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that anytime the song gets brought up, I make that joke, which is embarrassing. Um, yeah, but it's, it's, it's nice. Well, there's a there's a there's a cool sample on here, too. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, well, I am. I am. I am actually excited that this will kind of make me kind of step into your world more. It's been a while because of our, our yeah. three months of guest episodes. Um yes. Nice. And then we'll just uh, really quick. Oh, um, check out. Oh, Nick's yes. Yeah. Playlist. Check out the playlist. It's a uh, mix. Check out We've the settled playlist. on the name. Nick's yep. mix number one. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, it's mostly new music with a little bit of actually that's not statistically true. It's half new music, half music that we've covered uh, no it's half new music a quarter music that we've covered on the podcast and then a quarter songs that just glue it together like random songs that i enjoy that i feel like fit the the vibe of the playlist so uh, yep yeah. and where the, the, can they find that playlist uh it's in our link tree mm-hmm. um and it's uh it's on our spotify account so i think it's yes. one of three playlists on there but you'll be able to find it through our, our link tree on our instagram and on our twitter <laughs> Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. Instagram at listen up pod, Twitter at list up podcast. Should you be so inclined? Um, 
Yeah, nice. Well, then uh, we'll just wrap this one up with a very abbreviated recent listings. Thank you if you've stuck around this far. Um, <laughs> for me, a lot of Peach Pit, obviously, just in general. And then also um, the band Palace. I oh, yeah. I don't remember the album name, but it's the album that has Bitter and Live Well on it. I have sure. been rinsing that album just out of the blue, kind of. I just found it and then have been, uh, it's called So Long Forever. That album specifically, I've just been like throwing on, just listening all the way through. Phenomenal. Nice. There are other stuff I, you know, I've kind of checked out and it's been kind of like, okay, but this album, they nailed whatever the sound is that I really like. Um, yeah, I mean, that's honestly mostly it for me. Other than that, just a bunch of like mixes and shit like that. So, gotcha. You got anything, George? Uh, yeah, I've been listening to a little bit of Yeet more, just like his, like more Yeet? popular stuff. Mm, more Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> um, I've been listening to Lil Wayne a little bit more too, trying to get a little bit more into his discography. Um, City of Gods. I've been listening to a lot. Um, what else? Uh, I usually just listen to my on repeat now because it's kind of just what I like uh, to listen to a lot. Um. That's, that that's pretty much it. Yeah, honestly, I got you. I uh, I got back into some country stuff today at work, starting with uh, "Marry Me" by the Drive By Truckers. Always a good time. That was my my uh, lunch song. Driving back to work today, good time. Uh, but um, check it out on a uh, episode. I don't know. Seventy four of this podcast go. on Decoration Day, <laughs> but um. Uh, but outside of that, uh, kind of just a, a random amalgamation of stuff. I've been into the album Change Phobia by Rostam. Um, I like it a lot. He's a he's a producer and former member of Vampire Weekend. But he produced like he he produced Claro's first album. He helped produce Time's newest album. I think I think on the way he uh, he produced Carly Rejection's newest album. But there's no music oh. out from it yet. They've just been teasing it. But uh, but yeah, he's kind of like he's kind of like the the under the radar Jack Antonoff, who makes gotcha. like okay. equally as good like pop music and a lot of uh, a lot of episodes of the podcast. How long gone? I uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Nice. Nice. Am I outroing or or are you guys? Uh, no, I, I do the. I do the all of the outros. <laughs> okay, okay. We just rotate the intros. Yeah, uh, we had this discussion before the podcast. We uh, <laughs> forgot that this was a thing we did because it's been three months since we've done our own episode. A little out of practice. Okay, now so we kind of used a crutch, whatever. Um, <laughs> now it's iron sharpens right. iron, baby. Steel sharpens steel. Yes. We're going crazy. God, this Nose to the so grindstone. is so fucking bright. <laughs> okay, it's called Bible, right, Jordan? The album? Yeah. Okay. B dot I dot B dot yep, say all that. L dot E dot. No. Hey, <laughs> it is an acronym, so it's Greek for book. Um <laughs> confirmation, baby. Uh talking about it on the Mountain Joy shit. episode. Been through that shit. Uh but anyways, we will finally, finally take this one out to pastures. Um we just wanted to say thanks for listening this week all the way through it. Um and watching it if you do that as well, because you can do that now. Um, remember to tune in next. Remember to tune in next week, where we're going to be taking a look at Bible. It's an acronym by Fabio Foran. Um, be sure to listen to it as much as you want, so you can kind of have your own thoughts and mentally join in the discussion, quote unquote, with us. Uh, if you would like to also 
join in the discussion, you can do so by throwing a comment on our socials or um, on the YouTube episode as well. Uh, we're going to be on Twitter at List Up Podcast and Instagram at Listen Up Pod. And those accounts, as well as our personal handles and the merch link and the Spotify link to Nick's playlist, among playlist. other playlists we have. Um, they're all going to be in the link tree that's at the, the um, that's at the link tree at those socials and then in the description of wherever you found this episode as well. Uh, finally, if you enjoyed this episode, if you could throw a rating, a review on your respective audio platform and subscribe and like the video on YouTube, then that'd be great. And if not, um, we'll just be a little bit sad, not, not sad enough to cry though. And, <laughs> Never. Uh, yeah. Other than that, for now, we'll catch you next week and remember to listen up. <laughs>